You are listening to the PBL Podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Your host here, Eve Vanderbilt, with his trusted canine co-host, Woody, where we bring it to you raw, unfiltered, with no chaser. Woody, are you going to cancel your holiday plans? You know, I know you went out for Thanksgiving, didn't you, Woody? Woof, woof, he did, he did. He had Thanksgiving with a group of friends. Oh, I'd say about 15 people, maybe more. Uh, so did we break any kind of protocol? No, no, no. Woody and I, we live in the state of Georgia, so we didn't have those kind of silly things. But are you changing your holiday plans for Christmas? Because the media wants you to. The media is telling you flat out, cancel Christmas. The media is telling you flat out, don't travel. Hey, you have found the PBO podcast, Politics and Brown Liquor. Eve Vanderbilt here with this trusted canine coast. Woody, Woody, how you doing, Woody? Woof. Woody says he doesn't really have any plans for Christmas, but maybe we should plan something, Woody. Maybe we should go somewhere, just in defiance. Now, let's talk about this. Uh, the topic today for this segment of the PBO podcast is COVID. I know I know, people are tired of it. I'm tired of it, too, but, you know, we can't escape it. We can't escape, escape the media shaming you. So today what we're going to do in the episode is I'm going to show you some of the hypocrisy from our elected officials. Uh, surprise, big surprise, big surprise. We're going to dig into the numbers just a little bit. Now, the first thing I want to say about this is that, yes, this is a disease. There's no doubt that the Chinese virus is not a problem. There's no doubt it doesn't exist. I'm not saying that. Um, there's no doubt that people have died from this disease, and there's no doubt that we need to take precautions. I mean, it, it just seems to me that it's common sense. We have had this happen in the history of time. This is not something unique to the human condition. We have had pandemics. We have had disease. We have been faced with this throughout time. We, we had a pandemic in 1912, I think it was, right? Or in the early, then around the 1920s, about 100 years ago. We had this, you know, people were wearing masks back then. We've all seen those historic pictures and all that kind of stuff going on. So let's not make light of the fact that this is happening. But let's also not make light of the fact that the human condition can survive, and it has survived. We have survived diseases through through the thousands and thousands of years that we have been on this planet. As human beings, we have survived so much. And, but I think what gets me right now is the media's absolute hypocrisy to this, the media and their fear-mongering on this, I mean, and the people, there's so many people that have glommed onto this. Now, it, why? The question is always why. Why are they fear-mongering? You know, I know a lot of people say it's because that the government wants to control you and they're using this pandemic as a way to control you. Now, there is some truth to that, I believe. That's my opinion. I believe the government has used this COVID-19, the Chinese virus, the Wuhan flu, the Kung flu, as a way to affect and impact this election. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think they have used it as a way. They used it. Here's what the government, here's what the left has done. And, and I guess you could say government because there are many people in the government that did this, is they use this virus, this pandemic, as a way to um, promote and open up mail-in voting. I mean, you guys on the left have got to admit it. It's so much easier to, to 
propagate fraud, to, to enact fraud through mail-in voting than any other voting form. You know, it's, it's so much easier to do this because signatures, you got to match all these signatures. It becomes harder and harder when you got millions upon millions upon millions upon millions of people mailing in their ballots versus going to the polls and verifying who they are. And you know, forget that there's some states that have uh, law, you know, no laws that say you got to show your ID to vote. I, I, by the way, have a problem with that. I think uh, our vote is sacrosanct. And yeah, absolutely, you should prove who you are when you vote. You should show an ID. You should verify signatures. Um, what we're seeing, and I'm not going to get into it in this episode, we'll get into that in another episode, is all of this fraud out there. Or let's, okay, okay, I'll back up leftists, just for you, just for you leftists, I'll back up. All of these voter irregularities out there are exasperated by this mail-in voting. So we, I mean, it, it, to me, one plus one equals two. This is not uh, new math. This is not common core math. One plus one equals two. And when you have the ability to enact more fraud or election irregularities through mail-in voting and you use this pandemic as a way to make it happen, well, i got a problem with that. Absolutely, the politicians have used this. Now, think about it. If the politicians have used this pandemic to beat us over the head to affect this election, well, guess what? They're not going to just let it go all of a sudden. They have to continue the, continue the lie. They have to they have to now validate it. So the, the fear-mongering is ratcheted up, not going away. Now, then we've got all these voter irregularities being talked about. So the fear-mongering's got to ratchet even higher because they've got to get people so afraid to go out in public without a mask on or interact with people uh, to get you to stop thinking about the voter irregularities. So yeah, I do believe it's all part of a plan, a master plan, but then, you know, that's not what I want to talk about today. What I want to talk about today is the blatant hypocrisy of your, my, our elected officials. I mean, the blatant hypocrisy. How are you going to tell me that this is, this pandemic is killing millions upon millions upon millions of people that the sky is falling. you cannot go out and interact with people you can't you cancel thanksgiving cancel christmas cancel all your travels but have nobody over no more hugging and then you as a politician go out and do it how do you do that how does any politician do that because they're hypocrites that's how they do it they're not only hypocrites but they're absolute out and out liars they know what they're doing and you know what they're doing now, the people, there's several people on the left who just buy into this hypocrisy and just, you know, oh, well, they're human. They're human. Well, so are we. Everyone's human. That's what is lost in this whole debate is human nature is lost. Humans are a social creature. You're going to tell, if you tell me, by the way, that I can't be with my family on Thanksgiving, or my friends. Let's go by friends because, yeah, I know, you know, what the, the, the media is telling you is you can be with your family, but no one else, no one else can come over, just your immediate family. And then they're also guilting you as you don't want to kill your grandmother, do you? How dare you have her over for your holiday festivities when you could possibly kill her? Well, how many people have this virus? I'm sorry. I think it was 14 million out of 328 million in the United States. I mean, they are talking as if everybody's infected. This is not the walking dead. We're not all infected. It's time for us to end this hypocrisy and start living through common sense. 
Stop sneezing on people. Stop coughing on people. Can we not talk? What happened to that? What happened to this? What happened to going like this into your elbow? <coughs> what happened to that? And by the way, if you're listening to the audio, I just put my face into my elbow and coughed. Here, I'll do it again to illustrate. <coughs> what happened to that? What, now it's wear a mask, social distance. What happened to wear a mask to, if you're not going to social distance? What happened to social distance so you don't have to wear a mask? Why is it now I got to wear a mask and I got to social distance? Have you ever coughed into your mask? I bet you have if you're wearing a mask. You know, that's a horrible thing, isn't it? Isn't it just like, ew, icky when you cough into your own mask? What do you do? When you're out in the grocery store and you have to wear a mask and you got to cough or sneeze, do you sneeze inside the mask? You know what people are doing? They're pulling it down and they're sneezing and coughing because it's uncomfortable to sneeze and cough into a mask. And we've seen the, the rate of infections increase in areas that are, um, have higher mandates or more stricter mandates than others. How do you explain that? You don't. You can't. Because common sense does not prevail. Common sense has been thrown out the window for fear-mongering, so much so, and I apologize if you're one of these people, you're driving around in your car alone with a mask on and the windows are up. That's where we're at as a nation, and it's worse. I got a story I'm going to share about a doctor who's losing his license because of this, because of the fear-mongering and the shaming, the scarlet letter, orange man bad, it all the media and the leftist Democrats, which again, I repeat myself, I do that often when I talk about media and the left, uh, they have used this as a wedge to affect and impact this election. And it's worked. I mean, it's worked. They're able to uh, hide their voter irregularities through the mask, <laughs> no pun intended, of COVID-19, the Wuhan flu, Chinese flu, Kung flu. So here we are. In full-on panic going into the holiday season with leftist politicians being hypocrites and the media scaring you into canceling your holiday plans. Oh, you don't believe me? You don't think that you don't know? No? You're one of those leftists that don't think that this is actually happening, that the, the politicians that you idolize are hypocrites? When, when did we come into the idol worship of politicians in this country? When did that happen? Did it happen around the time the media uh, or television came? Was it the JFK? Was that when it happened? I'd love to do a story, some research on that. When did it happen to where we started idolizing politicians? Now, it's already just pretty much just a dog and pony show because if the politician doesn't look good on TV or doesn't have charisma over the TV or, I mean... <laughs> People are less likely to vote for them. So now we, we, elect, um, we elect personalities, the cult of personality, if you will. We're not, and, you know, you could say that about Trump, too. If he didn't have the personality he did, he may have not have got the traction. But that's another problem that's wrong, I believe, in our country. But that's also another topic of discussion of when we started idolizing politicians, because they shouldn't be, by the way, because most of them are just grifters. Most of them are just there to get the power, the trappings of powder. And I'm not saying all of them. I mean, there are some very honest and I think honorable politicians. And I'll say Ted Cruz, I believe, is one of them. And, uh, you know, Tom Cotton, I think, is probably another one of them. Uh, but, you know, if you start idolizing a politician, you're going to be sorely disappointed or you're going to start turning away from the hypocrisy 
and become part of the problem yourself. And then you go deeper in the hole because you can't, wow, I really supported this guy and he turns out to be a total crud. Ooh, I don't want to admit that. So I got to go deeper into my hole. <clears throat> yeah, politicians, don't trust them. I mean, you should never trust a politician. You should always hold a politician accountable. Never trust them. Hold them accountable. If you hold them accountable, then they will do what they were elected to do. If you start trusting them blindly, then they will abuse the trappings of power that they have. Because remember, power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Absolutely. And can I say that about Donald Trump? Absolutely. Why shouldn't he be any different than anybody else? Now, I will say about Donald Trump that here's a man who arguably, and I know the left would like to argue this, was a, is a multi-billionaire going into the office. He actually has lost money being in office, and I know the left want to argue that as well, too. So I do believe that Donald Trump is one of those rare persons that enters in politics to better the country. Because if you better the country, you better yourself, too. There should always be a whiff of what's in it for me motive. If there's not, then, you, you know, what are they really in it for? But let's talk about some hypocrisy in the politics. This is from the Washington Examiner. Uh, here's a list of, this is the headline. Here's a list of all the Democratic officials who have defied their own coronavirus restrictions. You know why it doesn't say here's a list of all the Republican officials who have defied their own coronavirus restrictions? Well, that's because the Republicans haven't put forth a lot of coronavirus restrictions. Now, I'm sure there are some that have, but you look in the state of Florida, Governor DeSantis has opened up the state, and he has said that he's not going to do another lockdown. Now, he's since kind of backed off a little bit or going back to some mask mandates. I was in Florida recently, and I had to wear a mask wherever I was. Now, here in the state of Georgia, where I live, uh, <clears throat> we have eased off. We were the last to shut down and the first to open up, which I applauded Governor Kemp for. I think he's done a great job with the coronavirus stuff. I think he's done a horrible job with the election piece, but that's another story as well, too. And you got Texas as well has opened up. So you've got a lot of the Republican states. And then my favorite, Christy Nome, up in, I believe it's uh, South Dakota, who is just absolutely my favorite governor right now of all time is also backed off with all of this nonsense of closing things down. That's not the answer. Now, I, I'm not an expert in any way, shape, or form. I'm, a, I'm just a guy, just a person here trying to utilize common sense to live my life. And I could tell you right now that shutting down is not the answer. And here's why it's not the answer. It's because we're humans and it won't work. You cannot shelter in place 328 million people. It won't work. And then, you know what they're doing, the left, what they do is they say, we're going to shelter in place. And we want everybody to lock down for two weeks except essential services. But that, that, that right there means it can't work. That means that people are out. Even though they're essential services, they can still spread the virus. It cannot work. This is not how you solve this problem. You solve this problem through common sense and decency and courtesy. You go back to saying, hey, sneeze into your elbow. Don't cough and sneeze on people. Cover your mouth. That's how you solve this. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. But you don't mandate this crap. Did you see this guy uh, recently on Twitter begging somebody in line for something to wear a mask? He actually, he didn't know these people. He asked them, would you please wear a mask? And they go, no. And he, and he gets on his hands and knees and he begs, would you please wear a mask? I'm begging you, please wear a mask. This is where we are as a nation. A man, a grown man is on his knees begging another grown man to wear a mask. 
Is that America? Is that who we are? No, it's not who we are. It's ridiculous. That's why it'll never work. That's why this will never work. You'll never get to the point where everyone will be quarantined for two weeks to stop this so-called spread. It will not happen because it can't happen. It goes against human nature. But our politicians, they want to continue. So here's a list of all the Democratic officials who have defied their own. Not all of them. There's more than this list, by the way. Uh, Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot. She got her hair done. Remember that early on? You know, she wanted everybody to shut down, but she goes and gets her hair done, as did Nancy Pelosi. Hypocrites, both of them. Uh, Philadelphia Mayor Jim Kenney was caught dining at a friend's restaurant in Maryland while restaurants across his city were forced to remain closed. Virginia Governor Ralph Northam, oh, there's a piece of work there. Was, was he in blackface or was he in a KKK outfit? One of those pictures or him, either one is bad. That's the governor of Virginia. But you know what people say about Ralph Northam? Uh, my sister lives up there. She's a bit of a leftist. Oh, but he was a doctor. So what? He was a doctor. He's also a human being, right? That means he's fallible. Uh, he was seen visiting Virginia Beach shortly after the city's re reopening in May. He was not social distancing. In fact, he was seen taking pictures with constituents and visiting Mayor Bobby Dye, and he did not wear a mask despite being in close contact with others. Oh, but he's a doctor. He's a doctor. You should listen to him, except when he doesn't do it. Wait a minute. Then if he's a doctor and he doesn't do it, why should I? Can I listen to that part? Can I selectively listen or do I have to listen to the part you leftist media want me to listen to? Oh, oh, you want me to listen to the leftist part you want me to listen to. I get it. I get it. I get it. It's not hypocrisy when we do it. Uh, new governor, uh, New Mexico governor, Michelle Lewan Grisham purchased jewelry from a store in Albuquerque after she ordered the closure of all non-essential businesses. Hypocrite. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, remember, talked about her just a minute about her. She visited a shuttered San Francisco salon in September to get her hair done. Do you remember seeing the photo, the, the video of it? She was just all smiley with that plastic surgery smile that she has. Not hypocrisy when she does it. She is the Speaker of the House. How dare you? How dare you question her getting her hair done? She has to have it coiffed perfectly. She's the Speaker of the House. She's in front of people. All animals are equal, but some animals are equal than others. Speaking of, Gavin Newsom, remember that? Tended a dinner party at a restaurant called the French Laundry, and I bet you it was delicious. I love good food. But hypocrisy knows no bounds. But he came back and he said, oh, it was a lapse in judgment. I saw these people who weren't wearing it. And I should have stood up. I should have got up and walked away. I should have told them they need to wear masks. But he didn't because I guess he's a wuss. That's what he's telling me. But, you know, he's since apologized. So he's okay. And his hair, his hair, perfectly coiffed. Absolutely perfect. And the New York Governor Andrew Cuomo canceled his Thanksgiving plans after being called out for inviting his 89-year-old mother and two daughters to travel to his residence in Albany. He announced his intention to celebrate the holiday with his family members after spending several days urging residents not to travel. Backlash ensued, and he, re he revealed that he had disinvited his family members shortly thereafter. So, you don't do it. Mom, come on over. Let's have some Thanksgiving. All right. It'll be fun. All right. Yeah, it'll be great. I love you, mom. Can't wait to see you. And then the media and then people are like, wait a minute. You told me I can't do it. Oh, mom, I'm sorry. <laughs> My constituents over here found out. So, you know, oh, let's Zoom call. Let's Zoom. Anyway, 
Yeah, and there's other. Andrew Cuomo was also seen in public without a mask on, too. Hypocrite, hypocrite, hypocrite. Uh, Washington, D.C. Mayor Muriel Bowser traveled to Delaware earlier this month to participate in an election night celebration for President like Joe Biden. Not hypocrisy when they do it. I'm going to say that a lot. Denver Mayor Michael Hancock revealed that he traveled to Mississippi for Thanksgiving to celebrate the holidays with his wife and daughter, even though he had urged others his constituents to stay home stay home and celebrate alone if need be is what he said while he boogies on over to uh, see his family san jose mayor sam licardo violated his own restrictions over thanksgiving by celebrating the holiday with family members outside of his own household he also traveled to his parents house to attend the dinner it's not hypocrisy when they do it uh then you had the what is it the san jose mayor or um uh, what was that mayor who uh, in Texas? I'm looking for it now. He, San, uh, San, I think it was San Jose mayor or San, uh, God, I can't remember it. Austin, uh, oh, here it is. Here it is. Here it is. Austin, Texas. I'm sorry. It was way off. Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas mayor Steve Adler recorded a video. He recorded a video. This is the best one. Telling people to stay home while <laughs> he was in Cabo, Mexico, that he flew there on a private jet. I mean, the list goes on and on and on of the, uh, you know, the San Francisco mayor. She, uh, let's see, she also attended a birthday party uh, three days after eating in the Napa Valley restaurant. And she, after she banned all indoor dining in San Francisco. Hey, rules for thee, but not for me. Uh, let's see, Diane Feinstein. Let's see, she has been spotted numerous times speaking to colleagues in the Capitol Hill wearing a, without wearing a mask. And I believe she was also caught at an airport not wearing a mask. Uh, I mean, the list goes on and on and on and on. And all of these are Democrats. You know, the mayor of Philadelphia, he'd see, he wrote, uh, glad you're enjoying indoor dining with no social distancing or mask wearing in Maryland. He, so he's went to a restaurant. And then you got this guy, uh, this one in Chicago, because, you know, Chicago's got some strict, strict rules about indoor dining and socializing and all that kind of stuff. Well, this one, the headline, this is from CWB Chicago, sticky situation, Lakeview's Alderman's restaurant offers secret indoor dining service, report said. So here's what this guy did i mean this guy this guy what, let's see um, uh, let's see tom tooney is his name all right he's in the 44th ward i guess they call it in chicago so tom owns a restaurant and i guess it's on a busy street and there's windows you can see inside of the restaurant so if you pass her by and i hope you're wearing a mask when you pass by but you should be at home they're saying anyway that's i'm surprised i didn't say this maybe they did in the article and i missed it but uh, why are people checking up on me they should be home because of coronavirus but anyway if you walk by this guy's restaurant, uh, you would see in the window all chairs stacked on top of tables and, you know, looks deserted like they're out of business. But what you don't see is a private dining area where this guy's been hosting breakfast, <laughs> paid breakfasts, by the way, for people for a little while. So, <laughs> so this guy, he's like, well, shoot, man. He's been, well, here it is, he, uh, Lakeview Alderman Tom Turney, 44th has been offering indoor dining at his flagship and Souther restaurant, even though the state banned indoor service at restaurants weeks ago, according to a report published early Monday. So what this guy would do is he'd, he'd have it where you couldn't see it in the restaurant. Hypocrisy knows no bounds when it comes to our wonderful, wonderful politicians, as well as our media types. That's just politicians. I probably can find story after story of media types. There's story after story of, you know, they're in the White House press room, 
immediately after the presser is all of these left-wing hack journalists take off their mask. They're still in, in front of everybody, but no. They want you to cancel your Christmas. They want you to cancel your holiday plans because, well, you're a plebe and they are the elite. Remember, all animals are equal, but some animals are more equal than others. Uh, this from CNN, Dr. Wynn, anyone who hasn't already canceled their Christmas in New York New Year's, New Year's Eve, sorry about that, New Year's Eve plans should cancel them. Uh, listen to this bastion of hypocrisy. Jared Elements, and I think he's a, a very good pick. Uh, as we look at what's happening across the country, the numbers are all going uh, really in the wrong direction. Uh, we look at the death trend map, and it's really striking. 47 states uh, seeing the average of weekly deaths increase. I mean, you look at the colors on that map and you know we're not in a good place. And Dr. Wen, I know you're really concerned because you don't believe we've seen, even started to see, this Thanksgiving surge we've been talking so much about. So put that in perspective for us. What could we be looking at and when do you think we'll start to see it? The incubation period for COVID-19 is about is up to 14 days. The average is about five to seven days. And so what that means is we had Thanksgiving and people returning from Thanksgiving about a week ago. So this week, we're going to see the impact of that Thanksgiving surge. And I'm afraid that all those numbers that you just presented, Erica, they're going to go up. We're going to see increases in hospitalizations and hospitals are already on the brink. So where is the reserve capacity? Where is Where are patients going to be going at this point. I'm also deeply concerned about deaths going up. At some point, we're going to be surpassing 3,000 deaths per day, maybe even 4,000 deaths per day. Our surge right now is intensifying. It is amplifying. And I hope that people realize that hospitals are the last line of defense. The first line of defense is the community. And we really need everyone to do their part to flatten the curve. And that means, of course, wearing a mask, keeping physical distancing, but also so critically at this point, avoiding indoor gatherings. Anyone who has not canceled their plans yet for Christmas and the New Year should cancel their travel plans and absolutely not gather indoors with anyone who's not in their immediate family. Yes. So if you've not done so already, you should cancel your plans. Now here, look, look, don't get me wrong. I, I get it. This is a, a virus that can and is deadly. It has killed people. There's no doubt about that. Um, however, if you look at the numbers, uh, you know, <laughs> uh, okay, so we have 320. This is just for American uh, audience, right? This is just in America. Uh, worldwide, these numbers are probably similar. In fact, uh, in India, your death rate is even lower than America's, and yet your population is, is so much higher than ours. But, and I don't mean uh, um, uh, Indiana, I mean India, the country India. Anyway, in America, 328 million people. Uh, 14,636,914 people, right? is uh, a current number. It obviously is going to change. That's who's infected. Well, we've had a recent number that I read as far as testing is over 168 million. This was a couple of weeks ago. It's probably like a, close to 170 million people have been tested in the United States, more than any other country on the planet. So obviously, the number of cases are going to be higher in our country because we're testing so so much more than any other country on the planet. That's just a fact. Uh, now, per capita, maybe not, but sheer numbers, 
sheer numbers, uh, about half of the population in America has been tested. Now, let me talk about that real quick because I'm tested today for coronavirus. I've not been. I'm just saying. Let's just work with me here. This example. Today, I go get tested. Woohoo! I'm clear. This is awesome. You know, forget the fact there's a lot of uh, false negatives and all that kind of crap out there. All right. So I'm negative. Woohoo! I'm not. I'm good. I go to the grocery store. I wear my mask. I start looking at products. I pick up a product. I put the product down. I touch my mask because I need to adjust it. Maybe there was something on the product. And now all of a sudden, today, early in that morning, I was tested. I came negative. Now I go interact at the grocery store. Maybe I catch it. See, testing is not the answer. Testing uh, doesn't really matter because I can be tested today and catch it tomorrow. Then do I got to get tested again tomorrow? And then the next day and the next day, and then, when does it end? When, did, when does it end that we're, te- when we're stopped testing? Why? I mean, I don't get what, what it's going to solve or what it's going to do. I'm tested. Great. Now, unless I'm, let's say I want to go to a concert, and this is coming, by the way, they're talking about this, that you will have to carry some kind of document showing you've been tested. It's worthless. It's absolutely worthless. So I'm going to go to a concert, and I get tested the day before. I'm clear. What, what, what's the guarantee that I didn't catch it between the time I was tested and the time the concert happens and I give them that sheet of paper? Unless you're tested right then and there and the results are clear and accurate, it's pointless. But I digress. I digress. 14,636,914 cases in America as I am recording this. I'm sure it's gone up by three since I made that comment. Uh, 281,253 deaths attributed to COVID-19. Now, the CDC has said 94% of all of those have had two and a half other underlying cases. I'm not going to argue that the numbers have been fudged. The numbers are out there. Now, if 94% of them had two and a half other underlying cases, could that have led to the death quicker? Absolutely. Well, we don't know. It's all speculation on everybody's part. What the CDC has reported that 6% of these deaths are directly COVID related. They're all, they're just COVID. Uh, The other 94% with those two and a half other cases, underlying conditions could be cancer, could be heart disease, could be influenza. So all of this is suspect and all of this is subjective. I mean, you just don't know. But anyway, the numbers are 281,253 deaths for COVID-19. That's a little under 2% a death rate from people who are, um, listed as infected okay not nationwide with 328 million people that means 4.4 percent of our population is infected with covid now you're probably saying but we don't know it could be more we've tested more people than any other plant any other country on the planet 4.4 percent uh have been tested positive of the number of uh the population of our entire population 4.4% has been tested positive for this. Now, what the left will do, by the way, is they'll use these made-up numbers. Like I was debating a couple of them on Twitter. It's just a bastion of knowledge on Twitter, isn't it? They say that sarcastically. One guy, uh, we'll call him Daniel, because that's the name he went by on Twitter. Uh, It was just trying to say the increase in the number of deaths each year is astronomical. He, He showed the chart of the death total number of deaths for 2020 so far, 2019, 2018, 2017, 2016, 2015. And and he's trying to say that, look at how many more deaths we have had since 2015. It's off the charts. Oh, my God. Um, We have deaths every year. 
You cannot compare the increase in deaths from 2020 to from 2015. That is a totally disingenuous number. I mean, we have people are born every year. People die every year. The numbers are, I mean, this is a fact of life. They're going to be people who die and people are born. So to sit here and try to say that the number of deaths over 2015 is astronomical and everyone should panic is, is the epitome of being disingenuous, if not outright lying. You cannot say, look at how many more deaths we've had since 2015, because that's not how it works. You, ha you know, the data is comparable to year to year because you've got people born, you've got people dying. Now, th the number of deaths over last year, well, is it higher? I mean, they're trying to say that there's 10% increase in the number of deaths, but I'm not so sure about that. We'll get into those numbers in a little bit, but here's the death rate. In America, of the 328 million people in our country, give or take a couple thousand, a couple hundred thousand, the death rate of coronavirus, and that's all coronavirus, that all, that 281,253 number is 0. 0.00085724848. It's less than a tenth. Now, another leftist on Twitter was trying to use the number of 1%. What if, if 1% of the pop, it, that 2% number is where they were really going at. Let's say 2% of the population is dying. Oh my God. Ah, it's going to be like six some million people. But that's not the number of people infected. The number of people infected is 4.4% of the population. 100% of the population is not infected. Again, this is not the walking dead. We are not all infected. But that's not what the left wants you to know. Now, um, you know, that Santilli, what is that guy's first name on, uh, CNBC, Santilli, he'll have none of it. Listen to this exchange on CNBC anchors. They get into it over the coronavirus restriction. And I think this is just, um, this is wonderful. What? Listen to this. I just wanted to, to, to just highlight something that the, the background of this whole discussion comes with uh, what we're seeing in terms of COVID cases. Uh, and we're seeing, um, you know, maybe stimulus, but we're seeing calls for, uh, for, for not necessarily closing things down, but certainly there are some calls uh, to to closing down, except for the politicians themselves. But 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 for their constituents, they're talking about you know they need to be uh, much more careful. We're, we're we're hearing right. Yes, no. I, believe me, I, I believe in careful. And when I point out governors cheating, it's not for the hypocrisy which exists. It's the fact that I think many of these governors are intelligent people and they love their families, which they've taken out into restaurants. Therefore, there is actually and should be an ongoing debate as to, you know, why a, a parking lot for a big box store like by my house is jam packed. Not one parking spot open. Why are those people any safer than a restaurant with plexiglass? I, I, I just don't get it. And I think there's a million of these questions that could be asked. And I think it's really sad that when we look at the service sector and all the discussions we've had about job losses, that that particular dynamic isn't studied more, isn't worked more. We don't put more people in a room and try to figure out ways so that these service sector employees and employers could all come back in a safer way. You can't tell me that shutting down, which is the easiest answer, is necessarily the only answer. Rick, I just, I, I just as, a, as, a, as a public health and public service announcement uh, for the audience, the difference wait, between wait, a big all, box retailer. Who is this? Hold on. The difference between <clears throat> the, the, oh, the difference. The difference between a big box retailer. Hold on. 
the difference between a big box retailer and a restaurant or frankly even a a church are so different it's unbelievable Going I disagree. I disagree. You're wearing. You can a mask. have your thoughts, and I you're can have mine. You're required to wear a mask. I disagree. It's science. I'm sorry. It's science. If it's you're wearing a mask, science. it's a different story. Five hundred people at a Lowe's aren't any safer than hundred and fifty people in a restaurant that holds six hundred. I don't believe it. Sorry. Don't believe okay. it. Okay. And I you, live in an area don't... where there's a lot of restaurants that have fought back and they don't have any problems, and they're open. Okay. You don't have to believe it. But let me just say this. You're doing a I disservice to I the won't. viewer because the viewers need to you understand it. You are doing it. a disservice we, we to the viewer. You are. You are. I, I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If, if, if I, I would like to keep our viewers as healthy as humanly possible. The idea of packing people into yeah. restaurants. I think our viewers are smart enough to make part of those decisions on their own. I don't things. think that I'm much smarter than all the viewers like some people do. Can I get in here, please, and get back to the how's jobs that, report? How's that working out for you, Rick? How's it all working out for you? I mean, look at the numbers, Rick. It's working I, out fine. I, 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 working I, I out think, fine, I think Steve. the numbers, Rick, belie... Rick, Rick, the numbers show that I the understand idea of it's it a horrible thing, that well. and people are getting sick and dying. It's I understand. Well, Rick. I just think I, the I way think, we deal with this isn't necessarily optimal. I think if we spent the rest of the show talking about this, there would be no agreement. So let's move on from here. Jason, getting back to the job. I, I think it, uh, it goes without saying that I believe, as Rick Santelli, I believe in what he's saying because he's taking a common sense approach. Now, the guy at the end saying, how's it working out? Let me address that in just a second. But first, the uh, unibrow anchor there, the young chap that is saying that as a public service announcement, a public service announcement, well, one is this is a it's CNBC. It's a financial show. I don't need a public service announcement from some smug anchor who all of a sudden is just going to say the science, the science. He backs it nothing up. All he, it's just a puppet by saying it's the science, it's the science. And then he's going to try to say that he wants to keep our viewers safe, his viewers safe. I don't need him for that. And that's what Rick Santelli was saying. Let the view, you know, he thinks his viewers are smarter than that. And you know what? Chances are those who are watching that show, a financial show on CNBC, are probably smarter than the guy who thinks he's giving us a PSA uh, by telling us that we all need to social distance. And then to try to compare, I mean, try to say that it's, no, it, it's different going to a retailer than going to church. No, I believe Rick Santelli, I think, is spot on. People are smart enough to know. Now, here's another thing about all this. The other guy who said at the end, the numbers, you know, look at the numbers, Rick. Look at the numbers, Rick. Yeah, let's look at that. Let's look at the numbers. We've been dealing this, what, going on nine months? And it's probably been longer, by the way, in our system. We've been dealing with this going on now almost or over nine months. And the masks, all right, it's not working. I mean, can we not ex can we not accept the fact that it's not working that the social distancing is not working oh wait a minute oh i get what they're going to say what the left is going to say oh no no it's because people aren't doing it people aren't doing it because if people would just do it then what happened it's like communism right it's like the right person hasn't done communism yet they're just waiting for the right person to come along and in that communism then it'll work it won't work Communism has been proven time and time again, never worked. And to try to get human beings to lock down for two weeks, it won't work because it's against human nature. If they would just start taking some common sense approaches, preach, preach wearing the mask, that's fine. Preach social distancing, that's fine. Preach sneezing into the arm. Preach common decency, you don't sneeze and cough on people. 
educate people don't dominate people and i think that's the key to this but it's not they don't do it so it's not working have they have, they, have the left and the media looked at what's going on lately and realized what they're saying what their plans are what their ideals are they're not working if they're not working try something else it's like einstein's definition of insanity doing the same thing over and over and expecting different results. See, that's what the left is doing. They're doing the same thing over and over and they expect the different results. But then you got the hypocrisy of the politicians and the media elites who go out and defy their own dogma. And they expect people to follow them? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? It's absurd. It's absolutely absurd. Listen. I'm not going to deny that this is a deadly virus. I'm not denying that. I want you to take common sense precautions to prevent yourself from catching this disease. And the common sense precautions are simple. Don't cough and sneeze on people. And don't be around people who are going to cough and sneeze on you. Social distance if you have to. Wear a mask if you want to. But clean your hands. Wash your hands. Sneeze into your elbow. Common sense, people. This isn't hard. We've dealt with this as a human species throughout our existence. I think we can deal with it again. 0.00085748 is the death rate in America due to COVID-19 if you take the numbers as they are. Whole, that 281,000. 94% of them, according to the CDC, 2.5 other underlying conditions. So that means 6% of the population that caught this and died from it died just from the virus itself. That's of the people who caught it. That's of the people of, who died. 6% of those who died, that 281,000, died because of the, COVID, the virus itself. That that's a small number when you start looking at into how many, what our population is, our population of 328 million people. That's perspective. But the politicians, <laughs> panic, fear, and then they do stuff like this. This is from Just the News, John Solomon's Just the News. Uh, Chicago Teachers Union tweets, effort to reopen schools is rooted in sexism, racism, and misogyny. The union deleted the tweet shortly after controversy erupted. So because we want to open the schools, it's sexist, it's racist, it's misogynistic. What the hell does that even mean? That's just nonsense. And then this. Uh, doctor gets medical license suspended after openly criticizing mask mandate at Stop the Steal rally. That's right. If you criticize it, you're going to be punished. This doctor got his license pulled because he went to a rally, a Stop the Steal rally, mm, political, and basically said that, you know, this whole mask thing has been overblown. He's criticized the mask mandate. He hasn't used it in his practice, and he hasn't had an increase. It's there hasn't been an increase coming out of his practice. But the medical board, and this is in Oregon, go figure, suspended his license to practice medicine. That's his livelihood. The guy went to college, you know, he went to medical school, spent all that money, and because he criticized masks, his license is pulled. There's another story that I read the other day that if you that they're talking about if you get the virus they'll give you a $1,500 snippet that's right that's right the government's going to pay you now to get the virus because so many people are fighting against the virus unbelievable listen I can go on and on about these numbers uh, but but you get the gist of this I mean yeah this is bad there's no doubt the Chinese unleashed a horrible virus on the world that's got to be 
Focus number one, the Chinese unleashed a horrible virus onto the world. Focus number two is common sense practices to avoid getting and dying from this. And there are common sense practices. Uh, there are also medications. Remember hydroxychloroquine? It went away, but it was proven to work, but you don't read about that anymore. We got the first tri vaccine trial happened yesterday. A 90-year-old woman in the UK took it. We'll see what happens with that. But now they want us, they're telling us, you have to take the vaccine or else, or else you can't go to concerts, you can't fly, you can't go to school. This is why people believe it's because they want to control us. This is ludicrous, the way that we are acting and reacting to this virus. And it is getting people hurt because of the hype. Here, here's an, one last thought, and I'll wrap up the podcast or the, the show today. Um, if I tell everybody, I'm a government entity, right? The overlord, because there's a lot of people look at the government right nowadays, it would seem ridiculous, don't do that. Uh, the media also telling everybody, wear a mask, social distance. Great, that'll prevent it. Wear a mask, social distance. You're good if you do that. That's it, because that's what they've been drilling into our heads. Wear a mask, social distance. Here we are, nine months in, and we're having an increase in infection rates and an increase in death, so says the media. And I'm not denying that, but they've been telling us, wear a mask, social distance. And what if it doesn't work? What if wearing a mask and social distancing is part of the problem, meaning that if I'm, I'm getting too comfortable with this? I know that if I social distance and I wear a mask, then nothing bad will happen to me. And then I'm not taking other precautions. What if what they're telling us to do is actually causing more harm than good because it's giving people a false sense of security, a false sense of safety? Could that be why we're seeing a spike? Because people have this false sense of safety. Now, the media wants to tell you you're at fault, you're to blame, because you're not wearing a mask and you're not social distancing. But they don't themselves. We see countless politicians not social distance, go out not wearing masks. But we have to. And there are people in this country there are people around the world, I would assume. You know what happens when you assume. The late, great Benny Hill taught me that. You'd make an ass out of you and me, but I'm going to go ahead and make an ass out of me today. I'm going to go ahead and assume this is happening throughout the world where people are driving in their cars alone wearing a mask. And if you're one of those people, I'm not, I'm not picking on you. I'm not. But have they given us a false sense of security, a false sense of safety through this mask mandate and this social distancing mandate that we're not taking other precautions? such as washing our hands, we don't hear about that anymore. Preventing touching your eye, we don't hear about that anymore. Preventing touching your mouth, we don't hear about that anymore. What we hear is wear a mask, social distance, or you're a bad person. That's what we hear. Wear a mask, social distance, you can't go to the concert. Wear a mask, social distance, you can't go to, can't get on a plane. Uh, get the virus or you can't have those things. Criticize it, you lose your, your medical license. Where are we going to hear stories about a lawyer criticizing he's going to lose his law license? Criticize it. You'll be shunned. You'll, you'll have the scarlet letter. And you'll be accused of killing your grandma. That's where we're at. Sad. It really is. Listen, I'm not, I'm not a medical professional. I think I've mentioned that before. But take common sense precautions. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If you social distance, social distance is a great way for those of us who are uh, – um, 
introverts to not be around people it's absolutely wonderful if you're an introvert this is like a dream come true if you're an introvert Woohoo! i don't have to go so i don't have to seem like it's being rude when i walk away from people this is awesome if that's what you do do it uh but don't cough and sneeze on people wash your hands don't touch your eyes don't put your hands in your mouth clean products if you feel that may, uh, gives you more of a sense of security but do not do not let the media dictate what we do and who we are we are we're a free nation and in america you know, we're going to continue to be a free nation till the very last day till it's taken away from us by force because that's what's going to have to happen anyway thanks for listening to this episode of the pbl podcast it is my corona episode where we had a little bit of fun with the coronavirus today hey take care take caution I don't want any of you catching this ugly disease. I mean, uh, I, I, the survival rate is very high. We should all remember that. But there are certain precautions that we need to take to make sure that we don't catch this. And that is simple hygiene. Wash your hands. Don't touch your eyes. Don't touch your mouth. If you want to wear a mask, wear a mask. If, if you uh, don't wear a mask, don't sneeze and cough on people. Cover your mouth. Very simple things that we can do to prevent this, but don't fall into the mass hysteria of the death crowd that is basically trying to shame you because you're not following hypocrites, following the hypocrites that are our politicians. And again, thank you for listening to this episode of PBO Podcast Politics and Brown Liquor. Please do visit our website, thepblpodcast.com. But more importantly, please do click on our social media links and follow, share, like, rate, subscribe. All of those things help to move us up in the algorithm to keep the show moving forward uh, and uh, keep this voice out there. Thanks again for listening, Woody and I. Appreciate it so much.